So you took your kids to San Francisco. Did you manage to make it over to the Exploratorium? That was mind-bending. All the exhibits? There was one. It was supposed to show you how magnetism decreases with heat. And I'm like, I know enough about physics to know you got to get pretty fucking hot for that to happen. Yeah, right, right. So I go over and look at it. They got a little gauge hooked up. And the gauge, there's a little line on the gauge that says magnetism stops here. And it's like 1,200 degrees centigrade. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and then by the way, there's only like a thin sheet. Because integrity of the metal is now gone. You know how yeah. liquid metal. There's only a thin sheet of plexiglass between you and this thing and you and the transformer and my son's just mashing the button which is what you're supposed to do and i'm like uh <laughs> i don't think this is super safe and it's extremely close to being touched there's plexi on it but it's like a quarter inch away and i'm like man none of this sounds good to me quiet please but then next to it there's a board like an osha board that says number of days since accidents and it's just got fractions on it <laughs> 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 it's an ocean board. We have not had an accident, and it's measured in hours. I'm like, should that say days? Why does that say hours? Three, two. Presents a truly terrible podcast. Welcome to Nonsense Season 2, Episode 7. I'm Jeff Parker. I'm CJ Little. This is our take on the week's business, tech, and entertainment headlines. This time, we'll look at some headlines. Uh, are they going to be entertainment? Because I feel like we never look at entertainment. We say entertainment. I but doubt we, never we do get it. to entertainment. There's so much that happened this week in tech. This is going to be a weird episode because my son is in surgery. And so it's going to be like a mini episode. But there were so many headlines, I thought we had to like sure. do something. So I hope you're cool with that. The other thing is, we're not going to worry about the timer. Forget the timer. If whatever, if a topic goes long, we'll live with it all right we'll just do what we okay do. so this is a headlines only episode yes this is headlines headlines. headlines only there is no there is no uh, big blocks with the with the in-depth look at something oh, i've talked to all all six of our listeners and the four that aren't incarcerated said that they enjoy uh the segments <laughs> Okay. The other two. It's National Walk Your Dog Day. This day combines two of the most happy-making things we have in this life, dogs and exercise. Humans love walking with their four-legged friends, and pooches love their strolls with their people. So grab your favorite sneakers, a leash, and some treats for the road, and take your beloved pooch out for a stroll. Can I object to the two most happy-making things, as you said? Because Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no hippo bacon. Hippo bacon wasn't even on the list. Well, and sure. I feel like it would be probably in the top five, if not top two. CJ, how is your week going? My week is good. So we're, you know, we're coming off of uh, President's Day weekend. Turns out. Which as a relatively new parent, I have now learned that you have very few moments of time, contiguous time to take your children anywhere. Oh, and you take advantage of them because you have yes. very few of those weekends. It's so just, my. The quantity of yeah. those weekends is very limited. Every month they're just getting less and less. So anyway, so we took. Absolutely. My little guy had his birthday and that was very fun and exciting. Unfortunately, he got a stomach bug, which was oh, no. not fun. So we were debating staying home, but we said, you know what? You're going to be sick at home and miserable. It's going to be the same being sick on the road and miserable. So we went uh, and did a drive up the Central Coast, went to San Francisco. First time the kids so were fun. both in San Francisco. We rode the trolley, which the kids loved. We rode streetcars. We were in the rain. It was it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a great time. Um, I came home with the same number of kids that I left with, despite my best efforts. If you have four drink. kids and you come home with three of them, you're, you're still 75%. That's still Hall of Fame. <laughs> totally. Totally. Right? You're batting north of 500. Sure. No, it was, it was actually great. I got to see a lot of friends I haven't seen in quite some time and the kids love the city I got to eat uh, at some of my favorite places did not make it to Zuni I really did want to make it to Zuni uh -huh. I could not figure out how to order the chicken and wait 45 minutes and have my kids not tear apart that restaurant and me never get oh, sure, back. sure and leaving them outside in Hayes Valley to you know play with uh, hypodermic needles was probably a bad idea so we, we skipped that step not a great hood no, leave them outside no yeah. just took them to the wharf instead and said here are the tourists this is the thing about San Francisco yeah. it is six different cities at least if not more I mean they're just so yeah. nothing like each other that's one of the best parts is that it has right. these in, in a, in a yeah. short stroll you can be in a whole different part of the world yeah. and you just really move 
two miles. Yeah, it was actually really fun. And we did it, even though we drove there, I pretty much left the car parked and uh, we tried to take the Muni and the trolley and, and uh, uh, the streetcars the everywhere, which was, which was great. Yeah. And also nice not to deal with parking. My son was very excited to go on an electric, an electric bus and the bus that has the little, you know, the little bendy section in the middle, the ones that sure. have the- Yeah, of course. Oh of course. man, I could not keep him from, from standing in the middle as it would go through and jumping pole to pole. And my wife's like, he's going to hurt himself. And I'm like, yep. That's called experience. What is the deal with kids who have to learn experientially and not vicariously? I, I, you know, watch someone else get hurt. But I feel like you have to get hurt several times yourself to then go, oh, wait, that's an outcome. Then you start watching others get hurt. Maybe. You're not going to just start right at that step. So I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah. those bones will all heal themselves. Anyway, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. A lot of rain uh, coming back, but happy to be back in the thick of things now. Uh, it was it was all good. How about you? How was your week? Well, you uh, were mentioning, you know, our kids learning experientially and not yeah. vicariously and doing stupid things where they get hurt my kid tore his acl playing on a bird scooter goofing around one evening at ucla with his friends yeah well that's the first problem he should have been at a good school (laughs) turns out there's great medical go to the shitty state schools and that's gonna happen to you so his friend and he were on a bird scooter which obviously you're not supposed to do sure they both have big feet so they can't each fit a foot two feet on two giants on a bird scooter that makes it even worse yeah exactly exactly and his friend jumps off or loses his balance and falls off or whatever which sends my son careening into a concrete planter okay and in the process he tore his acl and now has to get surgery so as a member of the torn acl had it replaced club uh let me say not the most fun thing to ever have done so on top of having now i just had a root canal as you know and then i had a cold that i had to deal with (laughs) and now we have this acl the surgery sure uh that he's in right now i'm ready for things to calm down and stop happening like this i mean this has become the uh where in the world is jeff parker in the hospital yeah let's let's just take a break on these on this crazy Brian, the PT guy, came and worked with my son. He had to have uh, my son had to have PT before surgery. Yeah. You have to get after. to the point where you can straighten. Yeah. But yeah. but before surgery, you oh. have to get to the point where you can straighten out your leg so yeah. that they can do the surgery and whatever. And so Brian, the PT guy comes in. He's he's absolutely wonderful. He's a great PT guy. Yep. But the interesting part of that is my wife refers to him as, as Brian, the massage guy. <laughs> Brian, the soft tissue guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm thinking she's thinking Brian is someone for her. Sure. I think she's, sure. you know, because Brian's like this hey. guy who's a super physique, yeah. beautiful, you know, he looks like a model. Well, you're here. So Brian, the massage guy is here. I think she's fantasizing about yeah, something. Yeah. Hey, this is a win-win. We get to record more episodes. It's perfect. <laughs> we'll record while Brian's there doing some soft tissue work. Look, your surgeon is super important, right? They they are they are very important in making sure this is done right. Oh, sure. The person that's going to get you walking again is the PT. That's the person that's going to get you walking. hundred percent. And how much PT? Because I've heard it's between three and six months. Mine was mine was over six months. Over six months. Now, okay. uh, it also did not help there that I theoretically uh, listened to my PT, did everything that I was asked to do, including skating to get my strength back because I, I had lost a lot of muscle mass yeah. and then said well I will give you got me skating surely I can go uh, scrimmage and then promptly tore my meniscus six months Ooh. in and had to have another surgery oh that's so, a problem yeah uh, there's a lot of things I don't do that are intelligent and that was definitely one of them <laughs> speaking of experiential learning speaking of dumb shit at least uh, in your case your son can blame the other kid for jumping off and make you know him oh no no neither no. one of them should have been on that bird scooter no I have driven by scooters yeah. all his yeah. entire life and said that do is that. insanity sure. that device right there is crazy. Sure. First of all, you're driving down the street. Most of the people are driving down the street and they're not wearing yeah, helmets. They are going to kill someone. Or themselves. Gonna, first of all, they're going to be hit by, hit by a car. Yeah. They're out driving in the same uh-huh. place cars are. Uh-huh. Or just fall off and smash your head. Yeah. Let alone fall off and smash your knee, which a helmet's not going to yeah. help. But still, this is not something you should just go be jumping on and playing with Pell Mell. Yeah, there were uh, there several people in 
uh, San Francisco riding around on these things in the wet on the hills. And I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Where cars are. <laughs> like you're going down from like Russian Hill on a fucking bird scooter. Like, how do you think this is going to end in the rain? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, uh, sure. And you're just playing odds because sure. yes, you know, the first 50 times it might work just fine. Exactly. And then on number 51, yep. now you're getting an ACL surgery. Hey, it always comes up double zero at some point. Exactly. I mean, ACL surgery or worse. That's not the worst oh, possible outcome. For sure. That yeah. I was saying the ACL just. I still feel like the the right way through this, if you want to talk about experiential uh, learning, is uh, your son's friend should be the one that has to do the ACL uh, surgery. I don't know. I think his friend did the right thing and got off. <laughs> Jumped. Bail before the, they hit it. both should have never he, been on that thing. He knew they were they're on a path of destruction. Yeah. Shall we get to our headlines? We should. Please, God, get me out of this. A threat to Starlink. U.S. confirms Russia developing anti-satellite system. Is this news? I feel like every superpower, or in this case, wannabe superpower or aged superpower, wants to be able to manipulate things in space. So this doesn't seem surprising to me. I, I don't have a lot of. Um, confidence they're gonna be able to well, do we it. all have satellites in space russia yeah. has satellites in space china has satellites in space and so i'm not sure. really sure what this is going well to satellite accomplish. satellite in space versus anti-satellite weapon those are two very different things right taking a satellite out of space is not the same as putting a satellite into space but boy it sure couldn't be easier to take one out of space all you have to do is park something in its route well, how do you? Those things are going at seventeen thousand miles an hour. Okay. If it hits anything, it's going to explode. Let's, you don't let, need a yep. nuclear weapon. Not even something big. Sure. Something small will blow yeah. that thing up. How would you suggest parking something in its path? How well? How exactly? You can't really park something in space, how? but all you have to do is get it in the way. Sure. Okay. That's all you have to do. Sir, this isn't the parking lot at Target. You can't just go be like, I'm going to just block them in. I'm just fucking park behind them. Well, you think it's so much easier to drive a nuclear weapon over to one of these things and try to blow it up? But in order to get up there, you have to, you know, get up there, which means you've got to get outside of gravity. You've got to get into orbit. Well, we do that all the time. So you're already moving super fast. You get can't something just like, to go in its way. It doesn't have to be nuc a nuclear weapon. How do you, you don't get need something that into much. It? I, all you need is some tiny thing to get in its way. We have done it before. Sure. China has done it before. Yeah. Russia has done it before. But you've got India to move, has done you have to before. move around in space, which is a lot of energy, because you're already hurling through space at tens of thousands. Right, but miles I don't need a nuclear weapon. All I need to do is be in the way of this thing moving seventeen thousand miles an hour. But do you want it to be diesel powered? How the fuck are you going to get it there? <laughs> it's got to get over to a it. A missile, anything that can get in its way. Yeah, but you, but you got to get there. It's the hard part. Is the uh, that's fine. Part. I'm saying you don't need a bomb to blow up a satellite in space. Were they suggesting that's it was what a bomb? I'm saying? I think they were just saying. Oh, nuclear weapon or a, just a nuclear powered craft could be nuclear powered sure but they were saying it could be a nuclear weapon to blow up the satellite which is unnecessary here's what i think we do let's just take a bunch of these shitty cyber trucks and put them up there sure and then they can just move around with their giant wheels and they can just move around well there is one tesla up there already well yeah but i mean it's not in orbit it's going out out of orbit no it was a it was a lotus it was kind of sad it was really a lotus i think it was the lotus someday we're gonna have to apologize to some planet somewhere <laughs> sending them our tesla junk yeah i like when it gets there and they're like you dumb fuckers didn't even use the standard charging port moron so I'm not finding this to be the horrific thing that everyone else seems to be. I mean, the, like that, uh, the, the guy in Congress was going crazy over it. It's just yeah. like, we can blow up satellites. It's really not hard. Sure. It's probably easier to blow up a satellite than it is to put one up. Also, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the guys that are trying to put up this satellite aren't having the best of luck with any of the technology here on Earth. And you're talking about wow, like their technology is behind five, six, I don't know, seven orders of magnitude harder to try to do this shit in space. For sure. For sure. Like, the one thing we've learned from the Ukraine war is just 
exactly how far Russia yeah. is behind everybody totally, else. Totally. They have not spent their money advancing themselves. You know, good judgment comes from experience. Experience comes from bad judgment. I, like with my little kids, I'm like, buddy, you think you can throw that ball over the building? Go ahead and try a couple times. Like, let's go sure. ahead and see how that works. Now, what I would be mildly afraid of is they could certainly throw up some big chunk of metal, some big ICBM, if they can get it high enough. An intercontinental ballistic missile would be a perfect way to do And then detonate it. And that could do a whole bunch of, of damage to, to satellites that are nearby, like especially in LEO. I think they can get high enough for that in ICBM. I don't know. But continue with that thought. Sure. Now you've got a bunch of space junk that's oh, probably sure. in the path of oh, everything sure. else. Oh, yeah, now for you've sure. really actually but got a problem. I don't, but they're not trying to play the like long game here. They're trying to play the like, these are the tools that I have. What can I do with it? And if that means throwing yeah. a pickaxe instead of using a wrench, that's what they're going to do. Well, the big, the big thing that uh, Putin's been very upset about is Starlink, which has been providing the space-based internet service sure. for the Ukrainians. Yeah. And that's why I think probably he's, you know, trying to promote this Pouting idea. This. Sure. This, there's a much easier way to do this if you really want to do this. I think if you just want to make him more comfortable with space, just send him a couple of those like uh, $12 a month Sirius coupons, just Sirius XM. <laughs> He'll settle right down. Those are geosynchronous, though. He'll be like, oh, fuck you. Don't make me. I will come over there. That's not low orbiting. They are not geosynchronous. Uh-uh. There's six of them and there's, they're not. They are geosynchronous. Oh, do we have to do this again? <laughs> we have to do this again, don't we? They're not geosynchronous. These ones I happen to know. I'm the one who subscribes to Sirius. Are I you that old know. man? Oh my God, does it come oh, with yeah. your AARP card? Is it like, here, you get your discount <laughs> at the movie theaters and your Sirius XM subscription? Here's the problem. It's not yeah. that I have subscribed to Sirius recently. Yeah. I subscribed to Sirius once. Long, like yeah, way yeah. before Howard Stern was yeah. on Sirius. And I've just never unsubscribed. You've been a member since it was Sirius and XM before it became oh, Sirius 100%. XM? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. There was no XM when I joined. For sure. I used to love when these guys would call me and they'd be like, we'd like to get you back to Sirius. Because I had it because it came on the car when the car was new. And yeah, of, of course. And I never renewed. And they were like, well, we'd really like to make it worth your while. And I'm like, look, guys, if you paid me five bucks a month, I'd probably still say no. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I'm like, I have terrestrial IP everywhere. And when I'm in the middle of the yeah. hills where I don't have it, I don't need your service. I also have Spotify cached on my two terabyte phone. Like, I right. don't need you. I'm sorry. The only reason that you buy it is because content. Yes. Howard Stern is the best interviewer sure. in media today. I is, don't think there's anybody who's better. Uh, this is how out of the loop I am. Stern sells a show on Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. Is it's it a daily great. show? Wow. Yes. It's really good. What a staple. Yeah, for sure. He's had, he's had a good run. Do you think we can get him on nonsense? Probably not. I think he does all the radio he possibly wants to do. Yeah, but this is nonsense. This is a whole different animal. Okay. We can confuse geosynchronous and LEO satellites with him all day long. <laughs> See how amused he is. By the way, it'd be great if he just took us to school. Do you really think Sirius is No, I don't LEO? think I know. This one's a, I'm 100% on this one because it all moves right, it right. moves around. They, they, they have this like figure eight orbit. It's very, it's a very bizarre orbit pattern. Huh. I'm saying I'm a hundred percent, but at this point I said I was a hundred percent before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh no. Direct TV is putting up an IP television. As they yeah. should. Oh, fuck. <sighs> I may have to consider being wrong on this. So from 2000 to 2016, Sirius operated a constellation of three satellites in tundra orbits for satellite radio. They are geosynchronous. Geosynchronous. But that was a long answer to a very short question that nobody cares about, including you. So let's move on. No, I haven't cared about that since 2016. I haven't cared about that since I was right. That's what you just said. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Fucking satellites. I quit. The EU has poised to fine Apple about 500 million euros, according to the Financial Times. Latest investigation focused on whether Apple had restricted apps from informing users about cheaper subscription alternatives outside of its app store. Did you follow that story? Not sure you're talking to. I quit because we talk about fucking satellites. Satellites and I'm wrong every 
goddamn time. <laughs> I just am not going to do this shit anymore. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Sorry. What was your question? Something, something. CJ's wrong. Something, something. What, wait, where? Apple is being fined about 500 million euros, according to the Financial Times. Basically, what this is, is, uh, and this predates. Oh, the DMA? This predates that. This is uh, uh, Spotify complaining. The complaint was that Apple's music app comes pre-installed on the iOS devices. Yeah. And so it's not a fair playing field for okay. Spotify. Sure. Also, when Spotify sells music over an iOS device, they would be charged 30%. Apple's music app would not have that same charge. So it's not a level playing field. I mean, I'm I'm no lawyer, yeah. uh, nor do I play one on TV, not anymore. I, if I was Apple's legal counsel, I feel like my response to you would have been, yeah, but have you used the music app? It's fucking terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And then that should have just been end of, end of yeah. I've tried several times to switch to it because it's included in whatever some Apple package that I have. I still find it terrible. I know they're trying really hard, but I feel like all the good engineers are working on the Vision Pro and nah, nah, nah. Uh, no offense to the music engineers, but man, that app is, every time I go to use it, it's just terrible. And that's going to end the case. That's going to end the I fight think, in, uh, in the EU. That should do it. That should wrap it up. I mean, it, it needs all the help that it can get. It's the fat kid in dodgeball. Like, give, let him cheat a little. It's Microsoft giving away Notepad and getting up, getting people getting upset because they are, competes with their word processor. Yeah. Right. I mean, is that basically it? Meanwhile, uh, uh, WordPad was always included. Everybody's like, yeah, that doesn't count. That thing's terrible. They just decommed it. And people were like sad. And I'm like that. I, every, no, let I mean, go. granted, I haven't used Windows in like 15 years. Sure. But every time WordPad would open for some document, I immediately knew it was going to be a bad time. Like just sure. Alt F4 as fast as you can to get the fuck out of that death spiral. All right. So this is their fining Apple. This is what this yeah, is. Yeah. So uh, well, it's not for sure. The fine is likely to be announced next month. The story is from the Financial Times, but it's actually looks like it's well sourced. So it might be, it might truly be a half a, you know, billion euros. Half a billion euros. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have to make of this. Okay. What, Apple's what? got the cash. So should you just get a naked device? Is that is that what we want? Naked device with nothing on it? I'm not sure. Everything? What is the what is the level uh, of an app at which totally. it's okay totally. to distribute it with your OS? I, I don't know where that line is. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not... Oh God, I hate when I feel like I'm trying to apologize for Apple. It's not like they're making it so you can't download Spotify. Like, you can still download no, of course, Spotify. Of course. But if Spotify has to pay 30% of anything that they sell, would have to pay 30% of anything that yeah, they were going to okay, sell on to me, And of course, the music app doesn't have to do that. So it's not a level playing field. Well, who says the music app doesn't? pay 30% to Apple. Right? They're separate divisions, whatever. Because they are Apple. Well, I get that, but then are we saying that Apple shouldn't develop these apps? Is that is that not if it's a bad app, they probably should skip that. Well, they okay, go ahead yes. And make a good one. I also agree. By the way, what you. happened? What happened to iTunes? Yeah, yeah. No, one day they just like they took a cover off of music and they went, see Apple Music. And what happened to iTunes? And they went, <laughs> leave. You're not you're not invited Goodbye. anymore to the press releases. My father still has iTunes on his phone and still uses it. Oh wow. And the other day, this this is one hundred percent true. The other day he came to me, he's like, There's it's no longer showing album art in iTunes. And I literally looked up and I said, yeah. iTunes? Like, that's still right. a thing? It's, it's amazing it still plays anything. And I th- well, I thought maybe it was like some old app he had that just never got decommed. And then I started fucking with his phone and sure enough, there's still an iTunes app. And the reason it wasn't showing the artwork. And you can download it. You can download it. I, it's legit. Yeah. The reason it wasn't showing apps on his phone was because of my network where I've got a, the network he was on has a whole bunch of restrictions for you know ad blocking, hypothetically. And uh, what's that? No. I, I used to use Pyhole. I graduated to um, okay. AdGuard, I think. And plug oh, okay, okay. Sure. I just put them on the other network and then it worked just fine. But it was iTunes. I was like, wow, you are living in the past, bud. Wow, who knew? Still has a 30 gig iPod that he carries around with him. 30 gig iPod? A, a 30 gig iPod with a hard drive. Does in. Apple still even make an iPod? Oh, fuck no. They haven't. Long gone. I mean, they decommed that years ago for the iPod Touch, which is basically just a phone with no, no cell stack in it. Do you remember the iPod Shuffle, which was the little... I have three of them. I love the, those things. I thought they were great. Yeah. I guess now... Like, like the size of a ma- book of matches. They yeah. were tiny. I, mean, I guess yeah, the replacement wonderful. is like AirPods and my Apple Watch. I can effectively 
the same yeah. thing. But I, I love that, that that thing just had a little, you know, little tiny bit of battery in it, and you could play some music, and it was easy. And for, I have them for no reason. I haven't used them in what years. What music player do you use on your uh, shitty Android phone? I use YouTube Music. You know what YouTube Music? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, it, I mean, it does. You the strike job. me as more of a Pandora guy. Well, I have Spotify on there also. I have, I have. I'm. A, this is. I'm gonna deep heavy sigh before I say this and say <laughs> I subscribe to way too many music services, and it's literally like serious. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where I subscribed years ago and I've just never turned it off. And mm -hmm. if I were a better human being, I would go around and turn things off after myself. Do you listen to Sirius over IP all the, all the time? Wow. I probably hear Sirius on IP more than I hear it from satellite. I don't need an exact number here, just a, a rough average. In a given month, how many matinees do you go to at the movie theater? Zero. I mean, I might see a matinee every other year. I'm trying to figure out your demo. How many people do you yell at while driving around in your car on the, zero. on the street zero okay do you ever yell at anybody that's on your lawn never interesting all right you got some of the traits but not all of them you're just reading this wrong i'm not yelling people at people when i drive uh, along They're because i'm just a joyful driver sure. whatever's happening out there it's just it's sunshine and i'm not at home and it's just lovely and i'm happy sure and it's literally just it's it's age it's just the opposite yeah. side of the guy who's angry at everything yeah, yeah. i'm just happy at everything totally you, that's yeah. the best way. It's the exact same. It's the exact same thing. Man, when you get the super, I, just, I don't always do this because I'm, I'm definitely not a good enough human, but uh, more times than that, when I get the super angry, you know, driver who's just angry at the world and shaking their fists, I just smile at them and wave and sure. it just makes them so pissed off. And I'm like, hey, Why? how's it Why going, man? Why are they so angry? Why are they so angry? We're all outdoors. We're moving around in these magical vehicles. I love just, lovely just killing everything with about kindness. It is great. Man, what's going on? Arr. Fuck you. Yes, yes. Fuck you too. <laughs> My favorite coming to America lines. But also, I tend not anyway. to uh, uh, cut things close when I'm driving to somewhere. I give myself a huge margin for error because I live huge in Los buffer. Angeles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I don't like being late. I hate being late. So I give myself a, a, a big margin for error. So I'm not stressed like that. I, yeah. I don't have that crazy, you know, rage thing going. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're a better human. Uh, second, that is the way to do it. The best way, like you want. What's the old joke? If you want to get somewhere, one light faster in your car just leave the house sooner like yeah, that's really the course, answer of course just add more pad you don't have to worry i just about don't it. want to live my yeah. life with that crazy rage feeling of i'm behind i have to i can't do that having lived in los angeles now for you know nearly 30 years i can't pinpoint the exact time that i became los angeles time compatible but at some point i was just like yeah yeah fucking melrose was bad what do you want from me like i'm 30 minutes late yep <laughs> like, or, or i don't want to be 30 minutes late because that would make me nuts i can't make my wife that. nuts that, yeah, yeah that would make me crazy however However, having left 30 minutes early and arriving 30 minutes before everybody else does yeah. and saying, you know, or, or having left 30 minutes early and getting stuck yeah. on Melrose, but going really slowly and arriving correctly on time. Yeah. I'm great with that. That feels great. Makes me really I know. Happy. I've, I've actually gotten better as I've gotten older. I kind of think mainly due to my wife, because there were more times than I can count, even bef like before we had kids, where she'd just be sitting in the car waiting for me, <laughs> just waiting for me to leave. Sure. And now with the kids, she'll have the kids buckled up, just sitting in the car with her angry face on. And then it makes me very happy when I have a meeting in a restaurant or something and I'm, yeah. I'd be the first person there, even if I'm the first person sure. there by a long shot. I also like, this is a total digression from our digression, but like when I would do online, you know, Zooms or whatever, the online Google Meets, and like we say we start on time. I fucking start on time. And if you're not there, don't care. Couldn't just start talking. Sure. Like, sorry you missed to yourself. it. Yeah. Don't care. Or like, sure. you know, maybe it's like 10 people and there's just one asshole who's like, I can't. No, I, I'm like, I agree. I agree. Start dude, you on were blowing time. off 10 people's time and you look around the room and right. like, I know everybody's and, hourly rate. And I'm making the point that you need to Be come on, on time. time. Yeah. If we're if we're doing a Zoom yeah, together, yeah. you need to come on time because otherwise, if I if I delay for 10 minutes while everybody shows up, now I'm giving you the message that it's, it's okay, okay for everybody yep. to come 10 minutes late because yep. we're not going to do anything of, of any substance in that first 10 nope. minutes. Yeah, it's the wrong, wrong message. You're not going to think of substance anyway. You got to like... 
a bunch of people showing up unprepared. Did you read the email? No, no. And I literally see them reading it now as I'm talking. I'm like, great. Okay, cool. Glad I spent an hour writing that for you. I have a lot of uh, Zoom picadillos. Picadillos? I have my issues with Zoom. Top three, go. People who turn off the camera. Oh, fuck yeah. There should be like a group vote. If everybody votes yes, it just turns on. I'm just going to see you in your underwear. Like, don't care. Okay, second one. Whatever, go. It, whatever it is, if we're in the middle of a conversation and suddenly your camera goes off, our meeting's over. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. I gotta go. Okay, well, maybe give give him a minute. Maybe it just got cut out. No, right. I I don't have a minute for you. If you're turning your camera off and we have our cameras on, they, I mean it's not, it's sure. not like we, we ahead of time said this is going to be an audio call. Maybe the USB plug is loose. Just give him a second. Maybe they just plug it back in. Well, I'll I'll give him the two seconds because sure. I have to reach up and find the mouse to find the button to hang up on you. So you got a few seconds. Man, you just there's black and white. There's no gray in the middle. Just Goodbye. all black and white. Goodbye. Got to move. All right, on. what are your, what are the top two zoom zoomisms? Not moving on to the next topic quickly. That's enough. just a fucking human. Speaking problem. of which. Yeah. Oh, Speaking oh, of okay. which, right. Mark Zuckerberg says the Quest 3 is the better product versus Apple's Vision Pro. Did you watch this little uh, whatever video that he did? I did. I did. After using it, I don't just think that Quest is the better value. I think the Quest is the better product, period. I understand his point. Uh, of yeah. what he said was, I think his exact quote was something to the effect of... It's a much less expensive device. It's a, it, but it's a better device now for the masses. I think he actually said it's a better device for the masses, and overall it's a better device. My general... I don't think you're going to interest people in the lower resolution screen. The thing about the Apple Vision Pro, that higher resolution screen makes all yeah. the difference. Well, okay, full disclosure, I have not used the Quest 3. I have used the Quest 2. I was generally impressed by it. I think it's a good device. I'm assuming the Quest uh-huh. 3 is better. From what I've read, it's generally better. I want to buy one so I can understand it better, and I probably should i don't want to buy one i don't want to have 97 old antiquated ar devices it will cost you what you paid in tax i know on your apple vision pro it's like i can have a MetaQuest 2 or i can have the travel bag for my vision pro exactly <laughs> you laugh it's like basically the answer no of course, of course maybe the maybe the travel bag with an extra battery or a polishing pad or some horse shit my general takeaway from zuck's little video here was a couple things one i feel like the the courses like the udemy courses he's taking and becoming human are starting to pay off which is good maybe okay. it's a master class i don't know what he's doing but like he felt less robotic and less lizard man which was good okay still okay still i was, fucking I, was awkward. I thought it was just oh, a, weird, a weird thing for him to even be addressing every single part of willy wonka the og version was less awkward than yes that, like all of it even the weird shit was less awkward than that video but that's just if you have a better thing. product just just show your better product well okay the other, the other thing i took away from it though is i really felt like he was talking about uh this is stealing the old gretzky quote he's talking about where the puck is and not where it's going and I feel I like I don't even think the puck is there. Um, I think he's wrong about that too. I don't know. Too. I think the high resolution screen is the draw. Yeah, I I, I understand. I mean, I, I think I think it's more than just a high resolution screen. In some ways, they're apples and oranges. It's kind of like comparing the iPhone and the BlackBerry when the iPhone first came out. They weren't yeah. phones. They both weren't phones. They were two very different devices that from afar looked like the same thing. But you sort of see where it's going, and I'm like, yeah. And I also felt like he he probably felt a little like we did this before. You know, he talked about the eye tracking and how they had that yeah, previously yeah, sure, and took sure. it out. It's like, yeah, man, that's cool. You made a a, a, a lower priced version. No, I wouldn't right. say an error. I, He's putting it back in. I mean, look, here's what I, where I think Apple's going with this, and I'm I'm no soothsayer, but it seems like the Vision Pro is obviously V1. It's the expensive, let's throw everything at it. I am assuming there's going to be a lower cost version, kind of like the iPhone SE that will come out. There'll be more for the masses and then some Vision Pro 2 that will be the big... Or just a Vision Pro 2. I mean, you know, not even an SE version. They'll just, they'll be a... I suspect you're going to have a cheaper version. This version is for developers who don't don't want to fill out the totally. dev paperwork. Yeah. They just yeah. want to throw money at the problem and get the get well, the Well, I think that was part of the problem too is we had a lot of folks that that 
you know, we're, we're talking about returning it when their when their two week window was up to or before the two week window was up. That's our next story, by the way. So oh, let's yeah, just yeah. blend right into it. Exactly. Yeah. Just back to Zuck. I mean, he made what I felt were valid points. And I do think that the Quest 3, again, I haven't used it, but but based on what I presume it does from the Quest 2 is likely a very good device. The Quest 2 was a good device. Mm-hmm. They're very different for different things. And I do think that they will likely play a little catch up on this. And you're going to see devices with the eye tracking, which is a real killer interface. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the human element of the Vision Pro to make it just a little less awkward when people around you see you using it, you know, where it shows your persona on the outside of the Vision Pro. I got you. Sure. It, it's kind of cute, but like it does make a difference because now you don't feel like you're talking to somebody with a blindfold on. Yeah. I will say, though, the thing that the thing that I think is interesting that Zuck didn't highlight, it affects both devices. And I'm, I'm cherry picking here, is it's still a very independent and solo experience. Even if the yes, three of, of you course, are wearing Vision Pros on a couch, the three of you are wearing Vision Pros on a couch. Having very different experience you're in three different worlds you're not yes. interacting yes. right it's like sitting on the couch and texting the other like having a group text between the three of you it's a very different experience i don't really know how they're going to overcome that i can see a world where maybe it's augmented in ar and i take your vision pro off and the ar persona yeah. i don't know some other shit maybe still kind of weird to me but i just thought it was amusing he didn't highlight that because i think he does i mean he truly wants to live in the metaverse he's very excited about it and he spent a ton of money on anyway the video is still mildly awkward it's hard to watch that video without going mm, this is still mildly Let's talk a minute about Apple Vision Pro units being returned as folks can't see themselves using it. A number of netizens said they experienced headaches and eye strains after using the goggles. Probably the most mind-blowing piece of tech I've ever tried, but I can't deal with the headaches after 10 minutes of of use, though. Just for the record, I've tried other VR headsets before and never had to deal with the headaches of any sort. The Vision Pro is clearly the future. It works like magic, but the physical trade-offs are just not worth it for me right now. Yeah, I mean, again, I think this is a puck in your skates versus, you know, sort of where where the puck is going or staring at your skates as opposed to where the puck is going. My experience, you know, for me, it is a heavy device. I haven't had the eye strain. I mm-hmm. do get eye strain uh, in other experiences. I haven't had any eye strain with it yet. Maybe I'm not using it enough, but I've certainly used it for yeah. pretty decent periods of time watching films and whatnot and felt no eye strain. But again, it's fucking V1. Sure. Like unless you're really looking at building something with this, there is very little in the marketplace for Quest it. 3 is not V1. Quest 3 is V3. Exactly. So, and of course, Apple benefited from right. Quest developments as well, right? They can go look at it and use it and, and, and grow from it. But I just think there are a bunch of the, the folks that appear to from my perspective, to be returning the ones that bought it and expected it either to get them a bunch of clicks and likes or to have this robust ecosystem that just doesn't exist yet. It's getting yeah. there, but it just doesn't exist yet. I honestly think the number one use case for both the Quest 3, the current Quest 3 and the Apple Vision Pro, the number one yeah. thing people are doing with these devices Porn. is leaving them on their desk. Huh. Paperweights. Paperweights. Yeah. Again, it's early. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not if you're not building things for them, I don't think it's right yeah. for you right now. How? When was the last time you put yours on? I don't want to answer that question <laughs> because you're like everybody I've been gone else. For several days. It's a paperweight, right? No. Yes and no. Okay. Okay. Let's just talk about my fear for a minute. My fear is that it becomes my Xbox. What's the matter with your Xbox? My Xbox gets turned on. It gets turned on once a year. Yeah. Usually for updates. I get that. That's my fear is that it just becomes the thing. I don't think it's going to become your Xbox. I think you're just out of the demo for the Xbox. I'm not. I will still sit down happily and disappear tons of hours into playing games. I miss that. It's actually something that I really miss. I watch my kid do it, and I watch with jealousy, remembering a time in my life where I could just give away two hours to being lost in this world of games and just loving it. I just... I just go, well, okay, I'm pretty sure we all have the same 24-hour clock. I slice mine up and try to be very picky with my time, and there is no time left. Yeah. We end the show every freaking week, and I'm like, what have you seen? And I'm like, with what exactly. fucking time, Jeff? With what time do you want me to squeeze something in? And now I'm in a world where I consume content 
pretty much across the board at 1.5x. And then I sit down at, at you know, whatever broadcast television. I'm like, right. how do I watch the Super Bowl 1.5x? I don't have time for this. Speed it up. Like, yeah, yeah okay. What is What's Taylor going to say? Okay, the Super Bowl is the one show I don't want to watch at 1.5x. I want to enjoy every minute of it, every every commercial and everything. That I yeah. want to watch the entire yeah, sure. thing. Most of the rest of TV. I wouldn't mind watching every play yeah. back to back. And then all no, the commercials. No, no. Speed, yeah. Even the commentary is fun. I think the whole thing is fun. Every other football game I could literally watch in 11 minutes because it's only 11 minutes of action spread out over two and a half hours. Sure. Baseball. Same thing. Uh, a two and a half anyway. hour baseball game is whatever that is, you know, 10 and a half minutes of actual action. You want the uh, Matrix, you know, just download into your brain. The Nemo just. Well, just in the case of baseball, no. I actually like baseball when it goes slow and you have a lovely evening with a long conversation with friends. And I like, yeah. I like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I like going and getting a hot dog and having yeah, not but, missed three innings. Sure. <laughs> sure. To me, this is a non-story. I don't think people are returning these in groves. Groves? I think there were some early adopters that wanted to get them and use them and then said, oh, there's nothing to do here. I got my 12 likes off this. I'm going to return But it. you are what I want. There's a lot of people who are using these things as paperweights right now. They're not They're not <sighs> something you're, you're using each I, and every day. Most people who got them are just have them sitting sure, somewhere. I am certain. I am certain there are a bunch of people that bought these that are not using them every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's not a fault of, to me, that's not a fault of the device. That's like, why the person buy this? You shouldn't have bought this. Because they weren't developers and they thought this was something a consumer would like. Exactly. Yeah. Like what, and what, what were you really going to use it for out of the gate? I suspect that's going to change pretty quickly. There's a, there's a decent amount of development going on on these things from what I'm seeing. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. What I want to know is if there are supposedly a bunch of these being returned, I want to buy the fucking refurbs. Like, can I buy a refurb for half price? Oh, for sure. At half price or whatever the, I mean, you know, it's, it's Apple. So no, it'll be That's $200 less. Instead of being $3,500, it'll be 33 I suspect they're going to take them back. They're going to make them pristine because like. They're going to gently wipe them with some alcohol rubs and they're going to ship them right back. They're going to clean them up, replace anything bad, and they're going to sell them as refurbs for like right. maybe 5% less. And that's just going to be the world that you're in. And by the way, that's how you control price. They only made 200,000 of them. So it's easy to see how they all went they out only, the door. I don't know how many went back. They only made 200,000 at four grand a crack. For Apple, that's a really small number. <laughs> for, for the rest of the world, that's a, a huge number. Launch, yeah, sure, of course, of course. Fucking insane for a new product launch. Yeah. But who else launches a new product with only 200,000? Not a new product. Well, who else has a million stores in every totally. mall? I mean, totally. you literally can't turn yeah, around yeah, yeah. without seeing an Apple yeah, store. Yeah, and you know, like a trillion dollars in cash. If you had that kind of distribution, yeah. 200,000 headsets would be nothing. I mean, my hunch is whatever their supply chain, you know, management system, it only deals in hundreds of thousands. Like, right. they couldn't go any lower. Right. They're like, you want to, like, their CFO was like, you want to ship 10,000? No. Like, 100,000 is the lowest right. number. I have a friend who used to work yeah. for Google, and when you requisitioned a server, yeah. some server, server, server space, you requisitioned 10,000 servers 10, at a time. time. Sure. That was the smallest yeah. number that you could requisition. That was the extra small. The extra small unit was 10,000. They yeah. just laughed at you. Oh, what are you doing 10,000 units, Jeff? Huh? Work on a recipe <laughs> app? What are you doing? Exactly. I mean, that's the scale of Apple. So 200,000 units is nothing. My, my only disappointment with the Vision Pro is that I have yet to strap it to your head for you to try it. We have to make that a thing. So I you told you, I will do it. I will do it. I just need time to go to my gym and work on my neck muscles. <laughs> you can lay down. You don't have to have your head up, right? You can lay down and use okay. a pillow. All right. This next story is fascinating. Yeah. Open AI's Sora yeah. brings movie making magic directed by AI. Have you seen the yeah. Sora clips? Yes. Mind bending. How has anybody not seen this in the past week? I feel like this was everywhere. Yeah, it's all been all over everything but but man they look great Holy they look like somebody went went out and shot some really nice video i just i mean there's little tiny telltale things here and there that people nitpick and i'm sure they've cherry picked the very best shots yeah, yeah. they've been able to make it's still cool i mean look 
there are a couple things that happen here. One, I keep catching myself going, oh, the future is, is here and it's awesome. Like the rate. And it's just going to get better. Yeah. From here. And then I remember and I go, this is 0.1. This isn't even like yeah. a release. Yeah. Like we're not even to 1.0. Right. Like this is, they're just like, hey, I did this in the lab. What do you think? And you're just like, uh, my head hurts. Yeah. Right. And then you think about like these devices, like, you know, what is the Apple Vision Pro or the Quest 3 or whatever, any of these, these, these AR devices, you're just getting the computer closer to the input to your brain, right? You're just cutting out yeah. the shit in the middle. And now like I can use my head to look around for input. So I'm getting head sensory input. I am fuck. Just give me a USB five port on my arm. Like that's yes. right. <laughs> Towards coming. I mean, you can have a USB three. You can have the vintage. You know, got to turn the thing around six times and put it in. You're like, God damn it. Is it blue? It's got to be blue. It's super speed. We talked about this before. You and I talked about this before. We talked about the Vision Pro makes you want to go buy a 3D camera. Oh, without a doubt. 360 degree camera, right? I think you don't need it. In two months, you're not going to need it. Sora is going to make your shots for you and Sora will make, can make 360 degree shots. Technically, that's coming. With the Pro, you don't need it at all because you can do it with a fucking Pro. No, I'm going to hire a Brez camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also in this world now where I'm like, do I want to capture any content that's not that? Do I want to capture content of my kids? It's not stereoscopic and, you know, the, so a 180 degree perspective. It's fully immersive. And then you're like, well, I got all this other shit. What am I going to do with that? Like, I got all this canning glass yeah. over there. I should probably upgrade that. Do I need two of them? What are those stereoscopic mount? What am I doing? I don't know. Because then I see an old fashioned, you know, documentary that somebody made with a, a simple yeah, Canon yeah. camera. And I'm and it's great because totally. the subject is great. And you realize, yeah, it's not always the case. Yeah, so it turns out that the kit's only part of the part of the solution, right. part of the package. Part of the equation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the only part I'm good at, though. So here we it's are. It's the easy part, actually. If I can throw money at the problem and have great pictures and that's sure. enough to entertain <laughs> you. It turns out, I know. Fighting the smartphone invasion, the French village that voted to ban scrolling in public. By the way, the village is like, what, like 2,000 people? Super small. Yeah, it's small. <laughs> it's an area south of France with a population less than 2,000 yeah. people. Last weekend, voted yes on a referendum to restrict smartphone use in public, banning adults and children from scrolling on their devices while walking down the street, while sitting with others on a park bench, while in shops, cafes, eating in restaurants and while parents wait for their children in front of school gates. There are parts of me that like this idea. Yeah, sure. But before we get to that, can you think of any country more likely to do this than France? I feel like this is a very French thing to do. This is not a law. This is not something. It's a referendum. So it's sure. because it's not a national law. You don't actually have yeah, to yeah. do it. They're not going to arrest you if you if you do this. Sure. But they're putting you. up those little, yeah, they're just putting up those red circles around a <laughs> picture of a cell phone with a red line through it. Like, you know, don't do this. There, there is something I like about this though, right? Like, yes, of course. Yeah. It's charming. I like human interaction. I like being able to talk to other humans and see other humans. It, yeah. And, but what I really hate is when somebody's in front of me in line and they're scrolling on their phone and they're not paying attention. Yeah. And the person who is behind the counter is now waiting for them. Yeah. And so you're now you're wasting all of our time because you're sitting there. You just recycle in the back of the line. You lost your turn. Whatever. I don't know. But it just it makes me crazy. Yeah. That's when I feel like this is a useful. I mean, this is a useful rule. Distracted driving, right? Like right. I would just did six hour trip in the in the car earlier this week. Guy on the freeway doing 60 miles an hour never looked up from your phone did you <laughs> never, never want no <laughs> the whole time oh that's ridiculous never took off the vision pro had the vision pro plugged in <laughs> whole time blazing down no there was like this dude who was driving like his speed was relatively erratic and i, I you know from like 60 to 70 next to him and he's, he's on his phone he's on right. his phone i'm like dude one you're gonna kill somebody two you're just being an asshole right at least just get over to the right lane and drive ridiculously over there not in the passing lane Ugh. and if you're perfectly selfish let me say forget killing somebody else you're gonna kill yourself yeah i mean i i feel like hypothetically of course i would never do this hypothetically it'd be very cool to just have one of those cell jammers on your car and you pull next to them and just fucking flip the switch and just 
like sure. stop the death sure. scrolling. That would cost you twenty five dollars from Alibaba. <laughs> I don't. Where would I find that kind of money? Where would you get or that? that kind of website? Well, there was something in this story. So we're getting back to these these this little French village that um, said you can no longer use your phone in public. They had said, I was thinking, I was like, well, wait a minute, what if I'm like getting, you know, navigation or whatever? And they had said in the article, yeah. well, just stop and ask somebody for directions. Right. That reminded me. They're right. That whole thing is gone. Like you don't do that anymore. Yeah. And I can remember being in France as a kid. I used to go, if you remember, I used to go just about every year. And I can remember being there. I had long, I had metal ponytail. And I can remember walking the streets in Paris, eating a baguette because I love them. And like this random guy came up to me and in French asked me something very nice. Sure. And I looked at him. I had a mouthful and he said, he looked at me and goes, oh, bon appetit. And I kept eating and I finished eating and I said, I'm sorry, I don't speak any French. And then in perfect English, he said, oh, I'm very sorry. And then I went to walk away and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What did you want? Right. And he was asking directions, but he's like, well, you don't speak French. You clearly don't know where the fuck you're going. Yeah. <laughs> so right. like, oh. he's, and, and he's, he's right. totally right. He's right. But like, yeah. I forget those interactions don't exist as much anymore. And now I still now and again for some friends, we'll write them physical letters and send them a physical piece of mail just to screw with them. I feel like asking people for directions is the new thing on that. Just start asking people where like, I'm sorry, do you know where the Ralph's is? Where's the Ralph's? It was a nice and lovely human interaction. Not always in, in France. At the end of tourist season, they'd had it. <laughs> seeing seeing Americans My and friend, foreigners generally. At the start of tourist season, they had had it. <laughs> oh, I mean, and I get it. I get totally. it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Totally. But if you're there when it's not tourist season, they're really happy to yeah. have you there and to have you spending money there. Totally. So they're very happy to give you directions. It's a completely different experience. I, I learned a lot about the French in the course of my life through observation one was i remember being in like a cafe and some like shitty stereotypical american came in and was like i want a croissant and a mama and the guy was just like yelling at him in french and they, sure. like there was no commerce was happening and then i walked up and i like in my worst possible french barely like just trying to butcher through asking for stuff sure. and after like after like 30 seconds the guy's looking at me and goes what do you want Sure. But at least I tried, dude. Right? At least I appreciate you tried. That exactly. Trying. He's like, you tried, so it's okay. And I appreciate yeah. that they are that. But way, also, so. also, here's the key to all travel: yeah. wherever you go in the world, whatever you're doing, Immerse. whatever part of the world you're in, immerse in their culture. No, no. Oh. be nice. Oh yeah. Well, okay. No, that's be not polite. Travel. No, no, no. That's not, I mean, that's not that that's not a everything. hard thing. That should just be. Everything. Well, you wish, you wish, but really, the bar is not that high. All you have to do is look. say please and thank you and be. Be nice. If I get to pick when people be nice, I would I would put travel at the bottom of the list. Can we just start with being nice around here <laughs> okay. where I see you more? Not like when you're just I was traveling. really suggesting you do it all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's start with all the time, not just traveling. Just don't be an asshole. All right. Well, just to be nice, enough with the headlines. We have to get out of here. But quickly before we do, have you seen or read anything good this last week? Yes. And I, I'm going to lead into this. I'm pretty sure we've either talked about or alluded to on this show one of our favorite lines from The Tonight Show when Jack Parr returned in like, what was that, like March of 1960? Oh, yeah. He got a big huff and right. quit the show like walked off stage the month previous and was like i'm never coming back this is not a way to learn a living it's a, a famous a famous moment and he came back and i believe his line he walked back on stage all these i'll put this in the show notes all these applause and he says something like as i was saying before i was interrupted as if, as if yeah. he had never left right and just huge a like, massive laugh. Laugh. And like 60 years later it's still hysterical i i'm, I'm obviously behind because i was traveling but i finally got to watching at least the first part of um john stewart's return to the daily show uh-huh. and i loved that his open was now where was i <laughs> Which was nine just, years later. Yes, it was just great to just come back. <laughs> Whatever it was in the chair. Like you're a little grayer, but you are the exact same dude. At the exact oh, same time. Grayer. Oh, man. He's just killing it. 
So I'm only halfway through it. I know it took a lot of heat. I'm not caught up, but the first half seemed to be the half people were most grumpy about, and I thought it was great. So I will report back next week with the rest, but if you have The first half of episode one, I can tell you why you were grumpy. I I was a little grumpy about it myself. I know. Because his big, the whole big thing was uh, age, the age of the two men who are running for president. Yeah. These happen to be the two guys who won, though. I understand. There's nothing we can do about that. So you can complain about their age all you want. Sure. That ship has sailed. Where were you four months ago with that complaint? Understood. Well, he was working for Apple. It's over. It's now you have to move on. You have to say these guys are, you know, doing two very I think he is saying that. Have two very different approaches to governing. That's now the more important issue. Sure. The age thing, that's over. These are the guys. It's a marathon. We got ten months. We got a lot of time. I think he's 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 starting with a base level of uh we're we're dealing with some old people, which they are all in fact old people. They are legitimately old. And that and that happened. I don't know. I think a lot of people are being like one of these guys is really old and one isn't. It's like no, no, no. Both old. They're both really old. For sure, they're both really old. But guess what? They also beat out all the younger people who ran against them. Yeah. They're the ones who won. Here we are. I think that's his point. It's the Daily Show. It's not the History Show. Yeah. That information is past tense. We've we've fought that war. It's over. The future is now. Which of these two old men would you like to run the country? It's a long slog. We got 10 months to go. Let's see. I'm I'm very pro this experience. Having John Stewart back at the helm is very exciting to me. You clearly are not as happy about this as I am, but I am very happy about this. Oh, that's not true. I love John Stewart. Are you as happy as I am, though? I just, that that first episode to me was a was a big letdown. All right, let me finish and I'll report back next week. Now, here's two guys who have very different views on how the, the country should run. Oh, Let's fuck. look at those views. He doesn't do that. He literally well, just parks just, it after the, uh, these are two old men. I guess I'm watching reruns of Wapner. Don at three. <laughs> Well, have you seen anything fun or exciting this past week? The greatest night in pop. Like soda? On January 28th, 1985, immediately following the American Music Awards, nearly everybody, and I mean nearly everybody, traipsed down to A&M Studios on La Brea, where Lionel Richie and Quincy Jones made magic happen. Oh, I know what this is. During the recording session for We Are the World. Oh, interesting. It's the story of the idea, the song, and the long, wild night in the studio with some of the most significant musicians of the 20th century. The greatest night in pop on Netflix now. Don't give any of this away, but like, I'm a assuming because I, I only remember watching the video i was you know pretty young i'm assuming that everybody that was there had like the sheet music before they got there or was it just like we're gonna do this thing you've never seen it before i think they had a demo tape i'm not sure okay. they actually had music interesting I, I don't know the answer to that i didn't know there was a documentary camera there who was just allowed to film everything and that's great and, and some of the stories are kind of legendary but then you actually get to see them which was that's amazing incredible and how did it, how did it take 40 years to get a doc made on this was there not a doc made previously i never saw one huh. it's really old video it's old school you know, well, yeah, the first like, half is the second half got taped over with some episodes of General Hospital. I'm sure that's true. Oh, my God. I'm going to check that out. It sounds awesome. That's the episode. Thank you for joining us for all of this nonsense, a truly terrible podcast from our awful company. Visit us on the web at nonsense.productions. I'm Skittle. I'm Jeff Parker. If you like this program, please follow, download, subscribe, and like it. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Antenna Pod, iHeartRadio, Spotify, My Favorite Overcast, or wherever you may get your podcast from. Podcastindex.org. They have a list of all the apps that use their amazing podcast index. Special thanks to our floor director. Steve Warwick. When you say amazing podcast index, you just mean database, right? That's really what you mean? Yes, but it's a free public database as opposed to like, you know, pull, getting pulling your list of podcasts from Apple's database or Google's database. This is a public domain, open source list database. It's And it's really great. Are we on there? Yeah. We'll be here every Thursday morning for more nonsense. Please join us.
I don't understand why I get fucked up on those lines always in the open and the close. Always, every time. We're tired by then. No, that's not true because I do it in the open too. Oh yeah, it's true. We're not tired in the open. And it's like there's just a couple, like literally every time you say I'm Jeff Parker, I say I'm. I hear it. Like, am I chewing on bacon fat? What am I doing? I don't understand. Part of it is when you're saying it in the moment, you've got the pressure of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the musical post is coming at you, and you know you have to get out before that musical post comes across your your earphones. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna practice my name. That's what I'm gonna do.